Hello, this is Tim Rausenberger with BrassTenor.com. Today is Wednesday, September 27th, 2017. This is episode 98, Great Conductors of Classical Music. My hunch is that the people who are most likely to be tuning into today's episode will be people who are already familiar with some of the greatest conductors of all time, as well as people who are newer to classical music and would like to learn more. What I'm going to do today is share with you some of the greatest some of the most talented, some of the most demanding conductors of all time. Most of the people on this list are deceased. Some of them were super nice people and some of them were outright tyrants. Some of them had rehearsal practices that were thoroughly enjoyable. Others had rehearsal practices which were so abusive to the musicians that unions eventually formed to not allow conductors to either demean the musicians or have demands to the point where Rehearsals would go on for very long periods of time, well past the ending time. Despite all of that, that's not what I'm going to discuss today. And I'm also not going to give you every single conductor. That would be absolutely impossible. Please also keep in mind that there will be some conductors on this list that may not be your favorites, and that's fine. But I can tell you that the discography or the number of albums and recordings that these conductors have produced over the course of their lifetime is rather large. And I would say that any piece of classical music you're interested in, check out a recording by one of these conductors. See, the thing with classical music is to just put in Beethoven's Fifth Symphony, to just put in Tchaikovsky 1812 Overture. When you just put that in alone, anything can come up. <clears throat> you may wind up having a subpar ensemble. You could have a subpar conductor or both. And that's not what you want to experience, especially because let's face it, time is valuable. And it's really important that if you're going to sit down 
and listen to some great classical music, you want to be listening to the best of the best of the best. And thanks to all of the places on the internet that we can go, this is possible. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to some conductors. Some of them have some nasty names, and what I mean by that is the spelling. Because when I give you the pronunciation, I know there are plenty of people out there who struggle with their spelling, and even if if I were to not give you the spelling, you may really have a tough time getting the right name when you go to do your searches. So I'm going to give you the conductor, and if there were any noteworthy ensembles that person conducted, I'm also going to include that, as well as perhaps some great classical recordings by those particular artists. So without further ado, we're going to start off this shebang with Herbert von Carrion. Herbert von Carrion. It's three separate words, and Carrion is K-A-R-A-J-A-N. He's known for his incredible work with the Berlin Philharmonic over the years. I've heard so many things about von Carrion and his ability to be able to make the orchestra sound like one musical instrument. He was very special. Von Carrion, you're not going to go wrong with anything that he conducted. So that's definitely a good name just to check out in general. The Berlin Philharmonic Orchestra is one of the greatest in the world, so you may even want to just keep that in mind when you're doing your searches. Another conductor, Sir George Schulte. George is spelled G-E-O-R-G, -E no E at the end. And Schulte is S-O-L-T-I. Schulte is known for his work with the London Symphony Orchestra and the Chicago Symphony Orchestra. Yes, he conducted other groups, but those are the two that really stand out. I personally enjoy Schulte's recordings of the Mahler Symphonies, M-A-H-L-E-R, uh, some, of, some of those recordings are stunning. So you can check out Schulte. <clears throat> Another George. This would be George Zell. S-Z-E-L-L. -L. George Zell <clears throat> conducted the Cleveland Orchestra. Which is pretty remarkable because Cleveland is not as big a city as some of these other ones that I'm going to say today, 
And it just goes to show, if you have the right person in the right place, magical things can and will happen. And they did under Zell's conducting. Zell's Mozart. His Beethoven, wonderful. And I also thoroughly enjoy his Mahler, my favorite recording of all time by Zell. It's just for me, is his sixth symphony by Mahler. It's a live performance and there's just something about it that I've always enjoyed a great deal. John Elliott Gardner. Gardner is with an I in the middle, G-A-R-D-I-N-E-R. He's known for several groups that he's conducted over the years. And you'll find any of them. It doesn't really matter which group he's conducting. They're all fabulous. One of the things to keep in mind with Gardner is that he will usually conduct groups on period instruments. In other words, instruments that were used during the time that that particular music uh, had been composed. There are some people who love that and others who absolutely despise it. Charles Dutois. Charles Dutois, it's it's a very odd sounding name. Charles Dutois is, it looks like Charles and then Dutois, D-U-T-O-I-T. Dutois conducted, his main group was the Montreal Symphony Orchestra. Dutois is an outstanding conductor in every way. You're not going to go wrong with any of his recordings. Ones that you can focus on, anything that is French, he does a wonderful job with. And I really enjoy his recording of The Planets by Gustav Holst. Just going through my playlist here and trying to, to scrape up some others. I have not forgotten the names. I'm just going through a playlist right now. We certainly cannot forget the incredible, incomparable, immortal Leonard Bernstein. And always make sure you're saying his name correctly. It's never Bernstein. Leonard Bernstein conducted more groups than we can possibly even name. And he was certainly beloved. He, of course, is known best for his for being in the right place at the right time with the New York Philharmonic Orchestra, where he stepped in and they never really looked back. And Bernstein is also known 
for his interpretations of Mahler. That particular music, that 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 uh, composer Gustav Mahler, wrote some of the most challenging and emotional and powerful symphonies ever. And a lot of conductors tend to be measured a bit by their success with directing his symphonies. So Bernstein is definitely always going to be someone you're not going to go wrong with. One of the conductors that you don't hear as often as you probably should is Leonard Slatkin. It's funny because my former trumpet teacher in college always said, you know, the two Lennies are so great. And I knew who he was talking about with Bernstein, but I didn't know who the other Lenny was. And then he told me what a pleasure it was to always play for Leonard Slatkin. S-L-A-T-K-I-N. Slatkin conducted the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra for a long time. And he's also conducted other groups like the BBC Concert Orchestra. Slatkin, again, very, very solid interpretations of any music. One of the conductors who has a ton of recordings out there, Nema Yervi. N-E-E-M-E. And his last name is Y, excuse me, J. A-R-V-I. J-A-R-V-I. And the A has an umlaut over it. So that's that two-dot character. So name a Yervi. I can't even think of even one recording I've ever heard by Yervi where I haven't been disappointed. It's terrific. Let's move on here. I certainly can't forget possibly the most recorded conductor of all time, Sir Neville Mariner. Mariner is M-A-R-R-I-N-E-R. And his group, of course, was Academy of St. Martin in the Fields. He is known so much more for his recordings as opposed to his live performances. That group just sat in that recording studio and pumped out some remarkable work. There are so many recordings by Mariner and he didn't pass away too long ago. We certainly miss him. A conductor I really enjoy especially for his interpretation of the Bach Brandenburg Concertos, is someone named Reinhard Goebel. Now, Reinhard is R-E-I-N-H-A-R-D, and Goebel is G-O-E-B-E-L. His main ensemble is Musica Antiqua Köln which is K-O-L-N. There are some people who, do, who despise 
his recordings of Bach orchestral music. I am not one of those people. I think they're scintillating, they're exciting. Some of the tempi are very, very brisk and turn the pieces almost into, well, not not almost. You, you have to be straight up virtuosi to be able to handle some of the tempos he plays. But boy, is he good. Ricardo Chai, last name is S, excuse me, C H A I L L Y. Now, Chai has conducted a lot of groups. One of my favorite pieces that he's conducted, one of my favorite interpretations, is his Manfred Symphony by Tchaikovsky. There's just something about his recording I've always enjoyed a great deal. It really turned me on to that piece, uh, the Manfred Symphony by Tchaikovsky, and Shai uh, is definitely someone to consider. We, we can also include another Ricardo. This would be Ricardo Muti, M-U-T-I. Muti has conducted many groups. Uh, the Philadelphia Orchestra was one of them. And, again, another solid all-around conductor. Speaking of the Philadelphia Orchestra, I can't forget the incomparable Eugene Ormandy. O-R-M-A-N-D-Y. As is the case with a lot of these conductors, you, you just can't go wrong. Some of the Ormandy recordings are amazing. His recording of Carl Orff's Carmina Burana is off the charts. It is it, it is an amazing recording. So he's somebody to uh, consider as well. Just trying to go through my list that I have in front of me at the moment. And again, just understand that I, I'm not intentionally leaving anyone off the list. I think this is a good name to include. I think some people might disagree with me, but, well, poo on them. Uh, Eric Kunzel. K-U-N-Z-E-L. He's a conductor of the Cincinnati Pops Orchestra. And what he has done for lighter classical music is to be commended. Kunzel is not the type of conductor, and you're not going to find recordings of him doing all of the Beethoven symphonies and doing large-scale works. He does lighter works. That's why they're called pops. So the Cincinnati Pops Orchestra, his ensemble, which has been under his direction for so long, uh, a lot of the popular pieces. You take a Tchaikovsky 1812 Overture and other works that tend to be about 10 minutes or less, he really specializes. And again, I haven't intentionally left anyone out, but I'm going to close off this list with personally one of my favorite conductors of all time. And he was known to be very, very demanding, very, very nasty 
but boy did he get results. Fritz Reiner, R-E-I-N-E-R. Diminutive in stature and larger than life. Fritz Reiner's recordings of Beethoven's Ninth Symphony are great, but the two that really stand out for me are Mussorgsky's Pictures at an Exhibition and without a doubt Adorino Respighi his Pines of Rome. That's one of those recordings. The Reiner recording of the Pines of Rome is if I had to be stranded on an island, that might just be the recording that I take with me. And that particular piece of music was one of the inspirations for why I decided to get into music as a full-time occupation because I played a band transcription of it when I was a junior in high school, and I'm forever grateful that I had that opportunity. Again, I did not include everyone. I know there are big names that were not included on this list, but that just gives you an idea. There are so many amazing conductors. Don't spend your time listening to great, great classical music with bad recordings and bad interpretations, and wrong notes, and incorrect tempi by the composed, the, the, the conductors. The way to do this, absolutely, is to type in the classical work you want to listen to, type in one of these conductor names, and I guarantee you will not go wrong. Good luck. Enjoy the joy that classical music is. And if you have any questions, comments about any of this, please feel free to reach out to me at any time. You know where you can find me going through my webpage, brasstender.com. And the quickest way would probably be through Twitter. I wish you all the best.